1: Is more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew
2: Phillips. We're going to react first, Mike, to what we just watched with the Chiefs and Packers. Uh, quick story on that whole deal. Our mutual friend, Nick Wright, from Fox Sports <laughs> 1 and First Things First, I said on Thursday's podcast that I liked Green Bay money line, So he was on my case all night and all week really to bet him on that and to put my money where my mouth is to take Green Bay. I chickened out and never did it. And now, not only do I feel bad because I would have won money from him, but come to find out, Mike, he was watching the game in Los Angeles with diehard Packers fan Lil Wayne. And the thought that he would have lost that bet to me... while watching with little Wayne is now excruciating that I could have had that over him for the rest of my life. So I am disappointed in that way. My take integrity was right. I didn't win any money from him. So it could have been better. Still okay for me that I liked green Bay in this spot. And, and really, Mike, I know there's, there's a few things in this game that are worth getting into, but I'm going to say first and foremost 19 points from Kansas City. I mean, this is now a pattern with them where they don't play these huge offensive games like they have for years. They came out of their funk in the second half against the Raiders and a lot of Chiefs diehard said, okay, something clicked there. And then it was more of the same against Green Bay and their defense could not bail them out. And so... Mike, really for the first time, not only is the offense still stagnant for them, but based on other results in the NFL this week, I think there's real concern there now that they're not going to get that number one seed. And this is the first time all year where I would say the Chiefs are in real danger of having to go on the road and win an AFC for the first time in the Patrick Mahomes era. Would you agree with that?
1: I would agree with that, yes, because you look at Baltimore, who I think is better. Miami, who is now at nine and three, whatever we think of Miami,
2: very easy schedule.
1: Yes. And they like Dallas. They just basically obliterate teams that are worse than they are, which, and at this point they've already banked in the nine wins. Like I'm not incredibly down on Kansas city, but they're, as you pointed out, pony, they're not the same team that they have been the last couple of years. And I mean, the obvious is to go to the receivers. And I think they were a little bit better today. And I do think Mahomes needs to take a little – I don't think he played that well tonight specifically. Now, they got screwed with the lack of defensive pass interference in the final drive. It was an eight-point deficit, so no guarantee anyway. But the interception wasn't good. He was 21 for 33. I just kind of keep – He thinking- got
2: outplayed by Jordan Love. Let's call it yes. what it is. Great The better point. quarterback was in a Packers uniform tonight.
1: Yes, you were 1,000% right. The better quarterback was on the other sideline, which you never, ever, ever say in the Mahomes era. And I know this is more of a big picture than small picture, but rarely does a team that is trying to be a dynasty trade away willingly a foundational player pony. Not like somebody who's like on that second or third circle, if you're diagramming a team, sure. but a foundational player in Tyreek Hill and even though they won a Super Bowl, so you're not going to go back and like criticize that They've invested more in the line, the defense it's gotten better. Like the whole thing, everybody listening right now or watching knows, but it has had a really serious effect on this year's team because offensively it just feels, it's not like it's a bad offense obviously, but it feels much more labored than it has been the last five years. No question. It feels yeah, they got a,
2: they got a big rushing performance by
1: Pacheco. It still yep. wasn't even close to enough
2: to win this game. Uh, Yeah, they've got the tiebreaker on Jacksonville and Miami because they beat those teams head-to-head. The game against Jacksonville was on the road. The game against Miami was in Germany. So if they're tied at the end of the year, they'll still win out and get the number one seed. But right now, I'm just not convinced that they're going to finish with a better record than either one of those two teams. And as far as Green Bay is concerned, and they were talking about this all night on NBC, like it's going to take a lot for them now to screw this up and not make the playoffs. Yes. And Matt LaFleur and those guys looked dead in the water. They were not scoring points. They were going full first halves without touchdowns. And something clicked against the team that I cover and root for, the Steelers, where they lost the game. But offensively, Jordan Love was really good against that top-notch defense. And since then, you know, they've looked like the youngest offensive team in the NFL – And those guys have grown up. All the while, Aaron Jones isn't able to play. So a game that weeks ago seemed like it was a nothing game, Mike, Packers-Rams, that we barely talked about on this podcast. Now that Green Bay won that game, Mm -hmm. that is a huge tiebreaker for them. And I would think right now that they're going to make the playoffs. And I would predict on this podcast right now live that the NFC North is going to put three teams in the playoffs this year. Detroit, Minnesota, and Green Bay. So that's our reaction to the Sunday night game. We'll get into the rest of the games now.
3: Selling a little or a lot. to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com odyssey podcast
2: Mike you're gonna have to help me because I was at the Steelers game against the Cardinals yep. for that whole weather delay it was a complete disaster. <laughs>
1: That, that, uh, that feels like one other than Jets Falcons. That feels like one of the worst games to go to on this particular <laughs> Sunday. Thank
2: goodness I was in a suite. So I had, you know, luxurious accommodations that made it uh, easy to <laughs> wait that whole thing out. The result was terrible and everything else that happened in that game, which we'll get to here. But I did get home in time to watch the 49ers uh, lay waste to the Eagles. And Danny, to his credit, multiple times, both last Sunday and Thursday, was convinced that this game was going to be a blowout and that San Francisco was going to distance itself, really, as it turns out, from everybody else in the NFL. It was going to clearly look like the best team in the league. Number one, Mike, did you feel that way going into this game? And number two, would you want to push back on that at all? that the 49ers are now by far the best team in the NFL.
1: I'm a little surprised that they blew them out the way that they did. But, Pony, I think it's super clear that when San Francisco has the right pieces, healthy and available, those pieces being Debo, Trent Williams, Christian McCaffrey, when those guys are – and Kittle – when those guys are healthy, this is the best team in the NFL. That does not mean they're guaranteed to win the Super Bowl, as we know. But when those guys are healthy and assuming reasonable health throughout the roster, they are the best team in football. And one of the things I liked about today's game, Pony, is I think San Francisco at times in this era has been kind of a bully in that when they get up on you, they're incredibly difficult to beat. But when things are kind of a struggle early, then they can kind of, like, it becomes very hard for them. In this game, it did not start off well for them. Philadelphia marches down the field. San Francisco goes, you know, they 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 go three and out, three and out. And then they're down six nothing when they get the ball, and that's when they completely turn the game around. I look at this team as I think they probably have the most talent in football, but I worry about them sometimes when they don't get off the good starts. That happened today, and they bludgeoned Philadelphia. And honestly, Pony, as somebody with no dog in the fight, I am very glad that Philadelphia team with that you know stupid the the the, the sideline security guy. I don't want to hear about Dom, whatever. Like. <laughs> Please stop telling me how this team like knows how to win or has some like miraculous gene in them. They play close games. When you play close games all the time, you will get bitten. And they got bitten big time today at home.
2: Yeah, that chooch from the Eagles, that coach uh, who they were serenading there because he's this big Italian tough guy. Ridiculous. Who got into it with Greenlaw. Greenlaw got thrown out of the game, right? I didn't. I didn't yes. uh, hallucinate that. That's yes. a trade you make every time.
1: As an <laughs> Eagles. But still, I'll, I'll, I'll trade my security guy for yeah, like their second uh, best def- or third correct. best defensive player.
2: I mean, in a way, I do. I do congratulate that guy on that for egging on one of their best defensive players. But yeah, I, that that dude should be suspended from their next game. Uh, I thought when the Eagles settled for field goals, it was uh, a warning sign that they didn't get more out of those opening possessions. And San Francisco made them pay. Uh, Debo Samuel talked the talk, and he walked the walk in this game. I mean, he called out Bradbury, and he's been talking since that game, that NFC Championship game. And I thought that might backfire on him because the Eagles, they beat winning teams. Uh, They don't lose a lot of games with Jalen Hurts, and they were playing at home. And so I thought that would be a motivating factor for them as an underdog. As it turned out, there's just a talent disparity or gap between these two teams right now. And you know, not to not to simplify it too much, Mike. But you know, in these games where you think great roster is from top to bottom, is it going to come down to the most important position quarterback? I think Philadelphia would like to think that with Jalen Hurts they have an edge over San Francisco. And I would have thought that going into the year. I don't think that's the case anymore. You know, I've really been an anti-Purdy guy as a system quarterback, as somebody that just takes advantage of the personnel and the and the coach he has. And maybe a little bit of that showed up when uh, Samuel was out and Williams was hurt during that three-game losing streak. But when they're healthy, he is as good... Is any quarterback in the league right now, and I would include Patrick Mahomes in that statement based on what we've seen from Mahomes this year. So I didn't think they could win a Super Bowl with Purdy as their quarterback before the season started. I take back that comment, and I think right now Tua would be my pick for MVP. Dak would be second, Mike, okay. and I would put Purdy third behind those two guys. I mean, He's been I- that good.
1: I too have my own deep questions about like if you built an NFL team exclusively around Brock Purdy, what that might look like. And this team is obviously not that because it's built around having one of the three best running backs in football, having these dominant skill guys. And Debo, I mean, you saw it on the catch and run today where he broke the linebackers tackle and he's just between the physicality and the speed. It feels like he's unstoppable. But as far as the the Purdy part goes, I get the natural hesitation like with his physical limitations but there comes a point where like Pony we get to this point in the season and today I like the QBR metric this is against Philly's defense which has a lot of talent weaknesses at linebacker now you know four touchdowns no picks QBR of 82 I actually like that stat and now we're up to and I don't know let me check if this is including today's game it is 23 touchdowns six interceptions he leads the league in QBR I don't know if we had a league-wide draft of quarterbacks, he'd go top five. But as far as what he is doing right now, I don't know what I can ask him to do more than what he is doing right now. That's exactly right. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.